What's up? What's up? What is up, everybody? Hello, and welcome to Critically Aroused, the podcast where we ask, do we even need film critics? And then we review a movie. My name is Blaine Andrews, and I'm your host. And joining me today is Christopher Kaus. Hello. And Matt Verlack. Hey, everybody. And today, we are going to be talking about a very random film that we were not planning on talking about at all. We're going to be talking about 8-Bit Christmas, the new film directed by Michael Douse and starring... Uh, Winslow Fegley and Neil Patrick Harris and Steve Zahn and actually and uh, June Diane Raphael. Most of these people actually, I, I, I'm pretty familiar with the entire leading cast in this thing. I was I was excited to see Steve Zahn again. I haven't seen him in yeah. a while, and I love him. Yeah, like he just it's the dad. Yeah, he was like in Sahara. Oh, yes. oh, 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 oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, and uh, Strange Wilderness. I think wasn't yeah. he in that back in the day? He uh, the comedy. He did like a good bit of comedies there for yeah. a while that were like he was always the sidekick. Yeah, he 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 was the sidekick in a lot of the just like B tier comedy movies where there was just like that big boom <laughs> of theater comedy <laughs> movies that were always coming out when we were in high school. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I was him in anything in a long time. Yeah, me so. neither. I, I really like him. He actually did, um, well, apparently he was in that White Lotus show that everybody was talking about on HBO that just recently came out. Oh, uh, that's the thing. He's it. probably still been acting the whole time. It's yeah. Just some stuff yeah. that I haven't seen. Right. Yeah. And he actually, so I'll say this. He was in one of the early Amazon TV, like Amazon original TV series. It was called Mad Dogs. No one saw it and it was fucking fantastic. And it was an awesome show. It's actually Chris, you would really dig this show. It's yeah. basically about a group of homies, like they're like, I guess they're old friends that decide to go on vacation in another country together, and basically, insanity. well, they're summoned, yeah, by a really rich friend, yes, and yeah, he yeah, summons yeah. them for mysterious reasons, so yes. it like reunites them, and then they go on a crazy adventure. Yes, and it is just an absolute shit show. Yeah. Okay. And it, it was a really cool show. It was only one season. So it's, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah it was yeah. one season. It was like 10 episodes, and it was awesome. And it's just insane from beginning to end. Just yeah. this crackhead-fueled people in these bros in like a... What country was it? It was... It Somewhere was, in South America. Yeah, it was literally like Belize, I think. It is Belize. They're in Belize. Okay. The I whole thing Belize is filmed it. in Belize. It's gorgeous. You can, <laughs> you can Belize it. Yeah. So yeah, you should uh, you should watch okay. it, Chris. Actually, yeah. it's a I've been to Belize. <laughs> yeah, I know you have. Yeah, exactly. So that's more of a reason for you to check it out. Yeah. So it's 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 good, and he's in it, and he's really funny, and nice. It's a fun show. Okay. But uh, anyways, so yeah, we're gonna be talking about Eight Bit Christmas. This isn't a HBO Max original film. I have no idea if this was always supposed to launch on this. If it was supposed to be in theaters, I I don't know anything about it. I didn't know anything until it dropped. I don't think it ever. They didn't put it in theaters. Yeah. As far as I can tell. Yeah, so, no, I don't think so. I can only assume that it was only... Because HBO has yeah. recently been putting their... Movies stuff, in Or theaters. WB, I guess. Have been doing both. Yeah. And they didn't for this, so... And I haven't seen any advertisement for it. I hadn't really either. Mm -hmm. I hadn't either. So, yeah, it's interesting. Apparently, they're touting it as the, being from the studio that did Elf. So, I don't know that that necessarily means a whole lot. Right. Being from a specific studio but you know yeah so anyways yeah that's what we're going to be talking about today and i i've actually got a little chunk of news here and then uh we'll do a what's new with you talk about what we've been watching i don't really have a whole lot there same and a couple uh, things yeah 
Sweet. All right. We'll, we'll go ahead and talk about the news first. So the one thing that I'm super excited about, I don't know if Matt saw this. It got me really hyped. I, we've mentioned this, the subject of Guillermo del Toro wanting to make a Mountains of Madness before. Oh, I did see this. And, and he's back on it. He's back on his, his crap. He's when back he out. finally fucking. got Netflix to back him because yep. he's got a, uh, an anthology series coming out soon. Oh, does he? On Netflix. Ooh. And so I think that's kind of he's building a relationship with Netflix, huh. and which is allowing him to, I think, push for this Mountain of Madness. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. And so basically, yeah, he's trying to build up a, a relationship with Netflix, and he's basically saying he's this is where he wants to do his, his Mountain of Madness. And honestly, this is the perfect thing. Like, he's finally reached a point where, like, because we're at a point with Netflix where any Artur, Artur can go to Netflix and basically be like, I want to make a thing. And they're like, eh, here's some money. Right. Like, yeah, you could probably, yeah, we'll, we'll find somebody to watch it. Right. Because, I mean, I imagine it's going to be along the lines of, like, what was that show? A Black Spot or, yeah. like, Twin Peaks and just kind of like those kind of things. Very this just weird. takes place in Antarctica. That's all. Yeah. And he, yeah, I mean, he's been talking about this for over 15 years. Oh, this is going to be his magnum opus. opus. Yeah. This is his. He has been driving to to point in a career where he can make yeah. this. He wants to make this H.P. Lovecraft thing. Like, that's yeah. what he wants someone to do it right. And we've been talking about it forever. It's like, I yeah. want it. I want a badass Lovecraft thing. Yeah. And so, but, and actually his, uh, his words were that he wanted to make an even weirder version than he had originally planned. <laughs> so nice. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Cause he's talking about, he says, uh, he's talking about actually like scaling some of it down a little bit from his original idea. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It, it, Cause it says the director says without the need to go more blockbustery, uh, he is free to make a far more esoteric, weirder, smaller version of the film. Okay. So, See from, Oh, so oh, he's going film. for a film. Yeah, he's talking about doing it as a film. <sighs> and he said maybe even do away with some of the really big set pieces that he had originally planned for and go some other um, some other routes. Mm, okay. Well, fingers crossed Yeah, that he's got something working. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm hoping this happens. I hope it goes through. I mean, if it's Netflix, it's like they're probably going to announce next week that just because the right. article came out, they're going to be making it, and he's going to start filming it like you know, in a month. Yeah. <laughs> like, so who knows? And Netflix gets shit done. So uh, we'll, we'll see what comes out of this. But I am excited. I mean, when Gail Del Toro does stuff, you know, you watch. So, yep. and that's actually we'll be reviewing a movie of his in the next week or two. He's oh. got a movie coming out. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what Three. it's called. It's a circus or carnival kind of a deal, and I, I thought it would be in this article, and I'm not seeing it, because I assume that that's why he was talking to them was in regards to... Oh, it's called Nightmare Alley, and oh. it's starring Bradley Cooper, Okay, which is an interesting thing yeah. in general it so sounds like a horror movie you're right <laughs> is it a horror movie uh yeah it is oh, okay yeah i think it's like a weird i don't know anything about horror it. thriller yeah, and i know it involves the circus and it's in like the 20s i saw the poster 30s. at the theater yeah 1920s circus times. yeah horror. but so what i was saying also is guillermo yeah. has a anthology series coming to netflix called the cabinet of curiosities okay Sweet. And it has a lot of people from big name yeah. like, franchises tied to it. I don't know if they've put a date on it yet. I thought I saw somewhere it was coming out soon. 
but maybe not. Okay. Only thing that I can think of is that it's going to be similar to Indian in a Cupboard. <laughs> Y'all remember that movie? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I hated yeah. that movie. Handbook. I loved I it. I read it and watched it. I don't know why I didn't like that movie, but I just didn't like that movie. <laughs> huh. Yeah, it, it uh yeah, it's it's Rooney Mara, Bradley Cooper, Willem Dafoe, Camp Kate Blanchett. I um, love William Dafoe, so Yeah, Ron Perlman, Tony Collette, Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah, so this, got a couple people on it. It's a very stacked cast here, and there are many other recognizable faces here that I'm seeing that I'm not even saying. Like there's a lot of people in this movie. Wow. So uh, I'm pretty interested. So he's got some, and this is going on Netflix. Like all those people have signed up for an anthology series. Oh no, that's not the anthology. That's that's oh, Nightmare Alley. That's oh, Nightmare okay. Alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes more sense. But yeah, <laughs> the what was the <laughs> anthology called? Is uh, Cabinet of Curiosities? Huh. I haven't heard a thing about that. That's interesting. I, yeah, and have they said when that's launching? Or no, I'm not sure. Huh. And that's Del Toro as well. Mm-hmm. They're saying, which I'm also seeing a thing Disney. here that they're calling. I wonder if they changed the name. They're calling it Ten After Midnight. Oh, Rupert Grant signed up for it, huh? So he's got a lot brewing right now. Yeah. I wonder if they changed the name, Matt. Maybe. Because now I see a thing here coming out in 2022, and they're calling it Guillermo del Toro presents Ten After Midnight, and there's a ton of people signed on to this, and Rupert Grant is on it. So I think maybe they changed the name. Interesting. Um. Because this has two I guess it's not like a set name until it's released. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm seeing that here as well. So who knows? I'm I'm curious to see what he does, though. So, yeah. But that's that's the news coming out about Guillermo is that there's a crazier mountain of of madness coming, hopefully. So fingers crossed. Looking forward to it. Right. And so the other thing here is, did you guys see the news about Zorro? Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> okay. Our favorite sword, yes, yeah, swashbuckling hero, hero. from our Bandito. dude. I loved. Bandies. I loved Antonio Banderas. I love Antonio Banderas. Such a cocky cock. I loved yep. it. Just cocky in. cock. He was a cocky cock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, that was great. Was so good. I saw that they were working on a new one, and I was like, "Yes, yeah, sweet, I'm excited." And then I saw what they had to say about it, and I was like, "Oh no!" Mm-hmm. Uh, they're saying that this time in this modern day retelling, Zorro is going to be wait for it, white. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. <laughs> a hacker. <laughs> Okay. Huh. So what does this have to do with sword? Right. Yeah. Let's get to the important part. Where's yeah. the sword yeah. in and all this? And they're saying this? that now he is a, a undocumented hacker known as Zorro, but it's Z Zero R R Zero. You all know how much I hate like this fucking misappropriation of like yeah. gaming terms or hacking or like anything technology that people don't understand and they're just like this will mm-hmm. be cool. I bet it's going to be a right. thing. Yeah, this sounds super lame. Yeah. Like, painfully lame. That while fighting back against the secret government until that uh, unit that attacked his mother, he discovers a high-tech conspiracy that threatens not only his family, but the world. Sounds lame as shit. It sounds so lame. So, so it's just going to be them, like, on computers. Lame. 
the whole time. Uh, yeah, because you know what's yeah. exciting about hackers is that they sit behind their screen all day, right? Yeah, and Seriously. that they just use your keyboard, and they probably don't move that much. Mm-hmm. They definitely don't have like a, a laptop that they run around with, like, yeah. and, like in <laughs> car chases and stuff. Right. I'm yeah. sure that's not what actually happens. Yeah. yeah. He's he's like nunchucking like micro USBs at people. And... <laughs> he has two laptops that he ties together right. to make nunchucks. He's yeah. he's yeah he's he's swinging from Ethernet cables and whipping people with them. Oh, that's it. yeah. He makes a whip out of Ethernet. <laughs> this sounds so terrible. Uh, yeah. I don't want it. I mean, honestly, our version sounds better. It kind of probably, it probably will would be. be. Yeah, you're probably it could be right. a comedy spoof. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a Mel uh, not Mel Gibson, uh, Mel Brooks. Yeah, yeah came exactly. in and did it. Yeah, you <laughs> could over do that. at the top enough, then it just becomes funny. Yeah, it's funny because it's so stupid. Yeah, yeah so that's a little bit of news. Uh, the hacker Zorro, mm. so painfully lame, painful. And then uh, the last bit of news, Matt. With much excitement, I will let you talk about it. We were texting about it the other day about Dracula. If you would like, oh <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know, I forget everything. Yeah, um, yeah. So they're making a new Dracula, and they just casted Nicolas Cage <laughs> as Dracula. Yes, yeah. And dude, like, I don't, I don't know if you saw the movie's not actually going to be called Dracula. It's actually about Renfield. Yeah, and that because they cast him too. And yeah, it's Nicholas Holt, the guy that I've Nicholas been Holt. saying I want yeah, to be Bond, the Beast, Beast. Yeah. But so mm-hmm. I, that's so weird. Well, it, it, okay. If you read the, the actual Dracula novel, mm-hmm. it's not about Dracula. Yeah. It's about... Um, Renfield. Renfield. So, it feels like they're just doing more of a... More of like a... Based on more of like a traditional view of the book. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to see if it's going to be a modern retelling or if it's going to be time period correct or what. But I just can't imagine Nicolas Cage as Dude, Dracula. They, they, yeah. There are so many ways that this can go with him. <laughs> Because Nicholas, like, I love Nicholas Cage. He makes some of the worst, best movies. Yeah. Yeah. So is this going to be one of those, like, really bad movies? Right. Is this going to be one of those movies that are really good and box office? Yeah. So many questions. <laughs> yeah, so many. Because it's like, he could, and he can show up and do, like, really well and can legitimately act his ass off. Or mm-hmm. he can act his ass off with quotations around it <laughs> yeah. and so and it's, it's just nicholas cage yeah like what what are we gonna get here and I, I mean which a lot of people are saying that he really showed up for pig and like really did his acting yeah but he's been doing a lot of like crazy movies yeah, yeah. and dracula is never crazy right yeah and i just can't imagine him being like is he gonna have an accent like right. I need to drink a blood. <laughs> it's gonna sound exactly like Nicolas Cage. It's gonna make a new and it'll marker. be the best right. vampire ever. <laughs> the only thing that changes is they give him like little fangs. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Like, I just I don't even know what this is gonna be. I'm I'm I mean, and we've got it's gonna be a masterpiece. I, I it probably will be. Yeah. I'm excited. I mean, you know, it's and Nicolas the way Cage. his movies come out, he does like four years. So this, right. I wonder if this will come out next year or 23. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for it, though. I mean, I feel like they always come out really soon after announcing whenever it comes to him, you know? I feel like there's not, like, but some But I feel like a lot of his movies are normally so kind of indie yeah. that mm-hmm. it can't help. They, they just don't care. They're just like... Right. But this may be a bigger production. Maybe. Yeah. I think it will be. I mean, because to some degree universal because this is by universal this is going to be considered one of their like monster oh, movies like, maybe we'll get one with yes. him and tom cruise 
Dude, right. Did you imagine? Yeah, they dropped the whole Tom Cruise thing. But so technically, I don't know if they're still connecting that universe because, you know, we've got that Ryan Gosling uh, Wolfman. Wolfman mm-hmm. And we had and the we Invisible had the Man, Man, which we all shit Man. all over. Um, Was that Invisible Man a part of? Technically, yes. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. But she doesn't yes. have to be because she's not the Invisible Man. Right, exactly. Yeah. Or no, fair. no, she is the Invisible Man. That was the whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah. She got she the was, Sorry, spoilers, spoilers for Invisible Man. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing was that she oh. she wasn't the Invisible Man, and then she stole the tech and now is the Invisible Man. Because so. there was another suit. Which could be fine. Yeah. Maybe. Eventually. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe I, I really have no idea it, i don't so like also that. though yeah one thing that i am excited about this is being directed by chris mckay who did tomorrow war which we all loved Ooh. and it was very good see i'm i'm pumped for it one yeah. way or the other oh yeah me too yeah. it's either gonna be one of those ones that's really bad that it's good or it's just going to be really good. And we're like, yeah, this is yeah. what I yeah. was hoping. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Best I mean, case scenario. I love the yeah. two of them. They're both fa- fantastic actors in their own right. So, yeah. you know, we'll we'll see what comes out. I wonder out who's going to be the love interest. Because that's like, and then Van Helsing. Because those are the main, like, Four components characters. of the story. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. They pr- bring a Hugh Jackman back <laughs> as Van Helsing. Yes. That'd be some oh shit. God. That'd be amazing. That actually would be pretty, be pretty great. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch that movie. That's a, it's been a such while. a great movie. And Kate Beckinsale's in it, right? Yep. I think yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good there were so brain. many of, yeah. There were so many of that <laughs> type of things movie. I remember. Yeah. Those are the important ones. Yeah. Yep. That, that was a nice pull. That was impressive. Only so, for me. That, for yeah, else, for a normal person. <laughs> you just know. me. But yeah, so that's that's the last bit of, bit of news that I had for this week. But I, I thought that those were all pretty good. Yeah, bits of news things to look forward to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And things have been pretty quiet. I mean, except for Zoro. Yeah, Zoro. Let's just hope that that dies on the vine. Like they were, maybe they were announcing it to see what people would think, right? And then everybody's well, that's like, almost one of things where it's worth researching, like going on Reddit and seeing if there's like a response right. to it or anything. Yeah, or on Twitter. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sure that people have opinions about this. It sounds so dumb. Right. Like, I can't imagine anyone being excited about this. Yeah. But see, that's the funny thing about Swordsman. I don't know how they'd even make, like, a modern day That's why you version. don't make it modern. You just put like, it in You like really that. couldn't because, right. okay, you have a Swordsman. Okay, well, we have guns. Yeah. They could do the whole thing like um, The Last Samurai, which was fucking fantastic. And they had yeah. swords, and but they were they were all, like, you know, muzzle-loaded guns. Exactly. So mm-hmm. If you put it in that yeah, time it was, period. Yeah, it was a time yeah. period thing, yeah. though. Sure. At that Still, point, yeah, that's because I think that's what the Zora was. Yeah, originally. either that or you go like r- legit future, and it's like <laughs> e- there like wheel of time. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. And, and to where it's like there are no guns anymore. Like because right. there was a TV show about that a while back. It was called like Revolution or something, yeah. and like everybody used swords and stuff, but it was like post-apocalyptic. Right. So you could do something like that, and that could be kind of cool. I'd be on board for that. Yeah, there's another movie called Bunraku that has that same premise. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So, yeah, you could go around like that, but just to make it modern day, lame. Yeah. Like, Especially no. like hacking. Like, come on. No. Get Nobody a new writer. anymore. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> it's not a thing. There's not no cool excitement people, to it. Not like they're going to try to make it, though. Yeah. Right. 
just people just clicking typing. away. Yeah. Oh, and they're going to like <laughs> blow up the house at some point, and he's going to have like his laptop with him, and he's running around with his laptop. Yeah. And right. God, it goes to a cafe to hack, yeah. make the final hack. The least exciting parts of the movie are going to be the hacking. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. why even bother? Yeah, What's what What even makes this exciting? Yeah. Well, it sets and up the whole story. It's though. just not even Zoro anymore. Like, right. it's literally just not Zoro. Right. Right. Zoro is like Robin Hood. Yeah. Right. He is yeah. a version of a Robin right. Hood kind yeah. of story. Yeah. So, all right. Well, cool. Well, you guys want to go on and do uh, What's New With You? Talk about yeah. what we've been watching? Sure. Yeah. Cute. Let's do it. Sweet. All right. Well, it sounds like Matt has the biggest chunk of... Uh, like, what is? That's big chunk. chunk. That's right. It's all right. Get it out of your system now because once this babe is here... <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be like, I have nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I am just here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. So what you been so, watching? Let's get the shing dig started. So to start off, Solar Opposites did a holiday episode. Uh, yeah. I forgot on Hulu. I watch it. Uh, it's just one episode. You know, 20 minutes. Yeah. It's pretty funny. They make fun of a lot of things. I enjoyed it. The uh, The commercial that they did for it was a song and it was three minutes long i do not know if you saw it no i didn't no it was hella blasphemous in about every possible way <laughs> it was the most ridiculous thing i've ever seen it was this, an actual like ridiculous claymation they... musical oh really yeah yeah this one's pretty ridiculous because they try to make fun of like a lot of movies and tropes okay. of christmas yeah so nice it's kind of blasphemous but in a fun way so if you're watching solar opposites worth the checkout <laughs> yeah and honestly you don't even have to have like seen the rest of it Okay. Because it doesn't really, like, tie in too much. They do, like, a brief synopsis at the beginning of five, ten seconds for the intro. Okay. And then they just jump right into their, like, the Christmas episode part. Sweet. Nice. And that's it's on Hulu, by the yeah, way. That's on Hulu. Yep. Yeah. Uh, next, this is on Netflix. It's called Blown Away Christmas Special, which Blown Away has two oh, seasons. Yeah, it's a glass-blowing competition oh, show. Right. Yeah. This is four episodes where they've brought back contestants from the first two seasons. Oh, nice. It's just fun. You know, it's cool seeing glass get made and yeah. how like they can be creative with it. And I guess they just do Christmas stuff this time. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, next is another Netflix show called Swap Shop that yeah, Lane introduced me to. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to talk about that this week. Or no, not, no, it's fine. You can talk about it. It's a cool... Um, I don't know how to describe it, really. It's just like a American picker kind of sh- show. Yeah. Um, it's just... Hey, we're gonna go out to this person's house and see if they have any like good deals yeah. on weird stuff that it's they, a nice, they're selling. Nice like laundry oh, right. show or uh, cooking while you're cooking or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to pay attention to it. It's yeah. just well, and this place up in Tennessee. Yeah, that's the big thing. The whole thing is that there's a radio broadcast that's been going on since like the 50s or 60s called the Swap Shop, and they broadcast every morning saying, "All right, such and such called in, and they have um, a couple cars they're trying to sell." And then this person called in and said they have a barn that if you want to come pick through it and buy stuff, you're welcome to it. And then yeah. people listen to the radio and they go, oh, man, I want to go look at this barn. And then they'll go look at the barn. Yeah. Or like, oh, man, I want to go buy that car. I'm going to go try to get that car. Yeah. Tennessee's wild. People still listen to the radio. Right. Apparently, yep. it is like <laughs> the thing that people do. It's like a, what is it, one morning a week or? I thought it was a couple days a week. It's a couple no, days it's every day but Sunday. Or... It's something like that. And it is like a big deal for all the people that do antique stuff. Right. And then even just regular people listen to it or whatever. But apparently they were talking about how it is just kind of this weird bygone era thing that everybody yeah. up there does. And apparently being how close Tennessee is to Atlanta, people in Atlanta, 
It's weird, but when you hear about it on the map, they are actually fairly close. Yeah, if you close. actually look at the map, it's weird to be like, Georgia and, and Tennessee are yeah. like real close. Right. But, but they actually are, which in Kyle Gazak, that's you know been on the show and whatever, he, he talks about that because he talks about how quick it is to get down there mm-hmm. from Tennessee. And you wouldn't, in my head, that just doesn't make sense. Right. No, I know. Yeah. Well, I it, I'm just but supposedly, the, you know, people in Atlanta that also are into that stuff will listen and then they'll go out there to Tennessee hmm. to go pick up stuff to sell. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. See, that would make sense. Yeah. If you could find stuff in your, like, kind of close to you. But yeah. It's just a neat show. It's yeah. just kind of cool. There's not a lot of episodes. It was, no. It was kind of surprising. Was it like six? Or... It's like eight, maybe, or seven. It was really strange. It just, yeah. like, cut off. And I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, next, I've continued watching The Great British Bake Off, the season that had just ended. Nice. Um, so that whole season's out if you were waiting for that to go and watch it. It's there this wasn't a great season in my opinion there were some people that were good bakers yeah and then a lot of people that were not good bakers and so it's not fun as fun watching when you know like a lot of these people aren't good bakers yeah so so they should have just called this season british bake-off yeah not the great (laughs) british bake-off but yeah it's still fun to watch i guess you know it's like exciting to see and you know heartbreaking when things fail kind of stuff yeah um, and then the last thing, this is something new, and I don't know if either of you guys have seen this yet. It's called Super Crook. It's on oh, Netflix. No. So it's an anime cartoon. Okay. Here, it's U.S. style, so Blaine, you might like this. Oh, really? But the kicker is that it's tied into the Jupiter Legacy move, the show. Really? Oh. So this is an anime, but yes, the Jupiter Legacy show starring okay. um, Timothy... Dalton. Dalton. Mm-hmm. It no, was a super no. I don't know. Uh, R.I.P. But it was the live action one, and his like the the main superhero's name was um. I remember. Yeah. I'm having a huge brain fart as you, even what Jupiter's legacy name. was. Oh, I knew I should have looked this up. Ahead of time. <laughs> Jupiter's legacy. It was a oh, Netflix oh. show that came out like a yeah, year yeah. ago, and no, they already it wasn't canceled even a year ago. it. We all liked it and yeah. watched it, and that was the superheroes, and yeah, it's kind of darker and grittier. Yeah. 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 They're doing an anime about that? So it's about some crooks. Okay. That's why it's called Super Crook. It's okay. not about the heroes. It is a story about some villains in this world. Really? Yeah. That's so weird, and they canceled the show. Well, I guess this anime was already in, sure. in the works, and they're like, well, it doesn't matter if you know they don't happen together, because right. I don't think they brought the same voice actors back. Yeah. Because you do see some, like... Um, the Utopia, that's his name. Utopia's in it? Yeah, you see them, but they don't... It wouldn't be a big deal if it wasn't the same voice actors. Sure. The same actors. Yeah. So I watched the whole thing. It's really good. There's huh. like 13 or 14 episodes. Yeah. It's pretty cool because it's only from the villain's perspective. Yeah. It's basically a heist show. Okay. Because <laughs> they're just trying to like pull off a couple heists to make some money. That's weird. I hadn't heard a thing And it, it. it's interesting because it talks about like the... Kind of like into like how they imprison them and mm-hmm. things like that, and how like the villains in the world work. So it is kind of a shame that the show got canceled now. That they have yeah. this like add more lore to it, huh? I, cool. I'm not sure why it got canceled. Anyways, I mean, I guess it's yeah. just com- competing against like the boys and yeah, because it definitely kind of was playing in that market. Yeah. But they canceled it fast too. Yeah, it was yeah. literally like it dropped. Oh, it was like the most watched show on Netflix, and then all of a sudden they were just like, nope. Yeah, like yeah, and it was a nice ending. Like I was yeah. looking forward to the next. Me too. Well, I was too. Like, cause I actually wasn't crazy about 
like over half the season yeah and then i was like yeah okay I'm when on, it gets I'm into the in. lovecraft type stuff and the island and yeah the and then you're like stuff. okay this is really cool yeah i appreciate it and then yeah they just, just got canceled. It. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because it doesn't even look like they're marketing it as even being connected to the show. They're really not. And then they would start talking about some of the characters, and I was like, those names are familiar. Yeah. And then it just kind of clicked. That's wild. That it's tied into that world. I would have known. I was just watching because I was like, oh, it's kind of an interesting premise. Yeah. A show about the villains. Huh. And they're not even considered, like, good villains. Yeah. They're not, like, the main villains. They're just... Sure. <laughs> They're right. just some like villains. no-name villains, just yeah. like C-tier, D-tier yeah. villains. Right. That's yeah. interesting. I wonder if they had had some plans to like have those villains show up, or they could have. Yeah, yeah it definitely, definitely feels like one of those things that they were like they had planned. If the show took off, mm-hmm. like yeah, like Jupiter's Legacy took off, then they were like, oh, this is a spinoff. Everybody will watch it. So uh-huh. it's weird that they're still. But this doing is it. also like Netflix's thing right now. You know, they'll they'll do a live action something, and then they already have queued up an mm-hmm. anime because they did it with The Witcher. Mm-hmm. The, the, yeah. the show, and then they also had that um that uh, the anime movie. movie. I never finished that. I started it and didn't finish yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, have, I forgot about it until I was watching this and thinking through yeah. what else has had this kind of treatment. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I should go back because it was like the Nightmare Wolf or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, something like wolf. that. Something Wolf. Yeah. Lone Wolf. It was good. Yeah. yeah. So I got to watch that. Cool. But Nice. Yeah. So that was Super Crooks, the anime on Netflix. Yep. Sweet. All right. And Chris, did you have anything? or uh, I did watch a few episodes of Hitmonkey. Oh, cool. Uh, it was okay. Yeah, I haven't gone back to it, but this week's been fucking busy. So yeah. I, I did watch Pig. Oh, you did? I did. Okay. Um, and it is completely different, obviously, than fucking Ghostland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so much different. I know he's doing a shit ton of movies, but uh, it's it's a, it's good. Okay. Um, but it's terribly sad. Like, really, it's, it's just a sad movie. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's kind of hard to recommend. But the dialogue is really good. Some of the dialogue that um, Nicholas Cage does is really good. So really the writing, writing is well done. But is it an action movie? No, I, I thought it was not at all. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like John Wick with a pig, but with a pig. Yeah, no, it is not. It's you probably won't like it. Honestly, oh. like it's it's kind of boring. But they do have good. Like the writing is good. Huh. Yeah, it's not it's not exciting <laughs> in the slightest. It's Dang. not like John Wick, but um, yeah. And I wouldn't even say that like his acting sticks out. I mean, whenever he's delivering some of those, there's certain lines that he has that are really good. But yeah. in most of the movie, he's not even like talking. But huh. like every once in a while, he'll have like these certain just dialogues that are really good but yeah i don't know it's it's not that great of a movie in mm. my opinion but interesting lame but yeah. it was well done okay nice and you said with as far as um hit monkey do you think you'd go back to that either or are you kind of like hey. maybe if i'm like if i have time and i'm like bored it, it's yeah. not like super high on my list of it's things like tomorrow to yeah maybe tomorrow right. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay cool so, and both those are on hulu i think pig and hit monkey definitely is but I'm pretty sure that Pig was where they had added, or Hulu was where they had added Pig. Yeah. If I remember right. I think. I don't know. The only other place it might would be would be like maybe Amazon, Amazon or yeah. something. It might have been Amazon. Yeah, it's definitely not Netflix. Yeah, no, it's not on yeah. Netflix. And then, of course, we've been watching Wheel of Time. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah, I figured I'd just mention that and just say we're still watching we're just gonna Wheel of Time. We're going to mention it every week. And I did watch 
Hawkeye. I haven't watched yeah. the most recent one, obviously, but oh, those are, yeah. I couldn't remember if we talked about that last week on the podcast or not. And I don't think we did. I don't think so. I, I think, think we think just talked about it in person. In person, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't think we did talk about it. So we, we can talk about Hawkeye if y'all want to talk about sure. it real quick. Because yeah, we, we didn't, yeah. we talked about it a bit in person, but, um, and I wish I, you hadn't seen this week either, Matt. I have not. Okay. So I'm, I'm interested, but it's like, I mean, after this week, we're already halfway through the show. Like, there's literally only like six episodes. Which I like because. You know, with what I've seen so far, I feel like this isn't a show that could, they could they'll that either drag it out, which they've decided not to do, yeah. which I appreciate because, yeah. I don't know, it just doesn't feel like there's a lot going on. There is a lot going on, but not enough to make, like, a long season. Right. That many episodes. Because, I mean, it's it's cool that with the way that they're doing it also, it, it, since it's only six episodes, and then he's got six days till Christmas, and the series ends right around Christmas or on Christmas. Yeah. So it's cool that they're doing it that way of, like... In the show, it's six days until Christmas, and then they have six episodes, and the season will end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought that was cool. Yeah, no, it is a cool idea. Very intentional feeling. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I think so. And, I mean, I, I, uh... I really like it. I mean, I think some people are kind of, like, have a complaint about them still kind of sidelining Hawkeye a little bit. Like, Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, Because he just always gets sidelined. Like, that's just his story as a character. But, um... I didn't really feel that way that mm-hmm. much. I think it's an even balance between the two f- personally, which, and it's like for me, re- having been someone that has read the comic that this is based off of and it, knowing that that's what we were getting into. It's like, I'm getting exactly what we, I expected. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, and I, it is hands down. One of my favorite co- comic runs ever, ever, ever. It's fantastic. <laughs> like, I love it. I'm hoping they, uh, hold up to your, like, yeah. The comic book. Yeah, I do too. And I mean, standards. I, yeah, I, I hope so. And I love the character of Kate Bishop. Like, I think she's a lot of fun. I'm glad they're mm-hmm. adding her to the MCU. And I I think that she is the perfect opportunity to add some more lady characters into the MCU. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, that was one of the things early on was like, they're just, as far as like primary Avengers, they're really, it was just black widow. And then way later was captain Marvel. And, you know, so, I mean, I think that she's a really fun character to add in and it really seems like they're going to be gearing towards building out the young Avengers. So she's a perfect character for that. I like the actress. I mm-hmm. like how they're doing this character. I think it's fun. I think the show's fun. Yeah. So. I'm not like blown away by this show. Yeah. At this point. I mean, it's still entertaining and fun. I'm going to keep watching it, obviously. Yeah. But it's not, like, mind-blowing. You no. Know? It's, but it's it's good. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily mind-blowing, but I think it is very good. I think it's a well-made show. I enjoy yeah. it. I think it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I th- like it better than... Uh, what is it? Falcon. Falcon, Falcon. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I like it better than Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think that's easily the weakest Marvel show. Yeah. You know, I, I'm curious to see where this one ranks when it's done. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be hard to beat Wanda and Loki. Like, those shows are just Loki on such another level. top tier for sure for me. Yeah, and that was the thing. Loki, for me, was my favorite until I went back and watched WandaVision again. And I'm like, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I really like WandaVision. This show's really good. There are good. There's definitely a lot of good parts. It's like, that's a slow burn. It is. Like, it starts off and you're just kind of like... Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like, what is this? Like, do I want to watch more? But yeah, it, it, it ends very well. Yeah. I agree. I mean, <laughs> no, I, mean, I just agree that you guys are saying everything I would say. Okay. Yeah. Cool. cool. Yeah. So I, but with Hawkeye, I'm, I'm excited for more week to week. I'm curious to see where it goes and where it ends. And I mean, we're getting this new introduction of Echo, the new character who mm-hmm. I think is going to be a villain in this, but later on maybe won't be. I think she's, if I remember right, I think she's a native American character. Actually, okay. uh, so and if 
yeah, I remember right and what they'll do with that character, it could enter into a really cool realm of the MCU mm. with her okay. and how she works. And she's a deaf character, which is interesting. Yeah. So maybe if they bring in bring Daredevil back, okay. we'll have we'll have our, our deaf rumors, character we'll have a, bl- rumors. a blind character. Now we need is maybe like uh I don't a know, mute. you know. Yeah. Just strap one to the other's yeah. back. Yeah, that know? could be <laughs> like Ultron or not Ultron, yeah. but, uh, right. What is that? Stupid. An unstoppable <laughs> superhero yeah. unit. Megazord? What's the yeah um, yeah the the Megazord? Yeah, that one. <laughs> so yeah, but I, I, I'm excited for more Hawkeye. Though. Yeah. It's fun. I will appre- if they actually get to interact with each other. I would really like to see Kate Bishop and Black Widow's sister. Yes, which I, I like, think we're definitely going to get. Hoping fun... she pops up. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I don't see how I was she could. Expecting. Yeah, and instead they were like echo yeah and i was expecting that to be florence that's part of why i feel like i'm like how are they going to do all this in six episodes like i almost feel like they have unless the ball really gets rolling yeah and it could the next episode Mm. and so you've got you know the last two episodes or whatever dealing with you know uh or at least maybe they just save one single episode for black widow's sister maybe like the finale or something maybe because i feel like it's gonna be like, hey, look, like we're gonna fight for a little bit, and I'm gonna eventually like beat you and be like, what? What's your deal? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, Nat was my best friend. Yeah, and I didn't kill her. Like, yeah. I tried sacrificing myself. Right. Yeah, and also just like, and a, she just bested me. Who the fuck is this team that you've apparently teamed up with that right. is maybe bad guys? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I think they won't be involved. I think they're just pulling. There's. You know, yeah, these people as pawns. And Morally I'm really dubious. Yeah. More than And I'm just bad. curious as to where all of that is leading up to as well. Because they're also building this other team. I think it's going to go Defender yeah. style. Where yeah. they're all going to get like their own shows kind the of The Thunderbolts deal. maybe or something. And then they're going to be like, ha ha. Turns out they're evil. <laughs> yeah, because Thunderbolts was a team that was in the comics that was adjacent kind of to the Avengers. But they were kind of like the bad Avengers. And different people like uh, Venom and Green Goblin and different hmm. folks like that have been a part of the Thunderbolts. Where like <laughs> these and some of the like morally ambiguous, you know, yeah, villains right. are part of them. So I'm curious if maybe that's what they're doing, or I have no idea. But it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I guess we'll maybe know some more by the end of Hawkeye, and yeah. we've got maybe like two weeks until Spider Man or something. So oh, or yeah. three, two or three weeks, we're right yeah. there at it. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's cool. there's a lot coming down the pipe here soon. So it, what, what's the next Marvel show? Show? Yeah. Because I'm guessing it's going to be early next year. Moon Knight? Is it Moon Knight? Or She-Hulk? One of those two. I guess we I don't have a date yet. She-Hulk is first, I think. Maybe. Or was that the last? I can't remember. Yeah, they did the Disney Day or whatever, and we didn't really talk about that. But I, I don't... I don't remember them giving dates, though. I'm kind of surprised they weren't like... You know, starting January 15th. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because you'd think that we would have one of those. Oh, no, I think it is Miss Marvel. Oh, because we did get a trailer. Well, Well, it was a very mini one, but it was more than the others. I think it's Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, in that order. Who are they getting to play She-Hulk? It's the girl from that show where she would become other people. It reminded me of Alias. But it wasn't that. I think it was a BBC show. She, oh my goodness, this is going to drive me crazy. 
Eyes Matt, zombie. do you know? You, no. you always, you always I'm, I'm trying to know about BBC things. Yeah, I can't think of a show. I actually watched the first episode and loved it and was like, man, I'm going to watch more of this show because everybody's talking about it. And then never watched any more of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of these shows that lasted for like... It wasn't a super long running show, but a lot of people liked it. Golly, this is going to drive me nuts. Yeah, I'll look I'll it up, look it up we'll later. Talk about it. Yeah. yeah, but I won't look it up later. <laughs> yeah. It's Tatiana Maslany is the yeah, her the, her name. Gesundheit. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and it is they are saying that Mark uh, Ruffalo is going to be in the show. So because they're cousins, those mm-hmm. characters are cousins. So, but I, I don't know enough about Tatiana to know. I mean, I know people really like her, but. I don't know enough about her acting and stuff to know gotcha. how she'll be as, as She-Hulk, but I, I think it'll be a fun show. Cool. Yeah. So, anyways, and I will figure out what show she was on. <laughs> I believe in you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I want to know because I'm, I'm curious. Orphan Black. Oh. Yeah, I never watched that. Yeah. That sounds familiar. She would take on, like, a bunch of different identities, I mm-hmm. think, and I don't even know the whole the whole deal. But, so anyways, she was on Orphan Black. But if all of that, <laughs> we finally figured it out. But I guess, uh, really, I mean, I, I was just going to mention, like, hell yeah, I watched more Wheel of Time. Still really digging it. It's on Amazon. Yep. It's a week at a time, so you have time to catch up. There's only been, well, t- by, by the time this drops, there will be five episodes. And we don't know. It says there's going to be nine. What? Yeah. Only nine? I know. I want, like, 12. I'm expecting yeah. 12. Yeah, yeah. After we were talking about six episodes being enough for Hawkeye, we're like, no, 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 but Wheel of Time, you can Yeah, they need 12. Which, granted, I think that they will turn around with a season two before even a full year has gone by. I'm guessing, yeah, next. Well, they're already recording. I mean, they've been filming it for a long time. The second season months ago. It was like the day after they finished filming the first one. Yeah, because they probably, like, you guys get a month off, then come back, we're getting getting rolling. Yeah, I think they want to go. I wish Amazon would say what their viewership is is like i do too they i did they did say that it was in the top five most viewed debuts of any amazon show okay i've been telling everybody like i've seen it too yeah i work I'm like hey are you a nerd no please watch real time time. please are you a nerd yes okay watch real time (laughs) same yeah and and after episode uh four really it's a big it's just really kicking off like the show's going now mm-hmm. so i think this next episode's really gonna yeah kick it into high. i think it could scratch some of those game of thrones itches a little bit mm-hmm. with just some of the locations and different things depending because yeah, it's beautiful yeah it is so yeah but i was just gonna say that and watching hawkeye obviously and i'm still watching succession i know i talked about that a few weeks ago on hbo it's mm-hmm. still good really good drama like really funny stuff mm-hmm. um it's you know it's one of those shows it's like if you're just wanting something different yeah. check that out you know no no superhero stuff no whatever it's just right. a drama and yeah. but it's it's got some really good comedy but it's just so ridiculous and the the inner workings of rich people right <laughs> so yeah but that's basically it cool. for me too so we can go on into the review if y'all want yeah, yeah let's do it all right sweet so we're gonna be talking about eight bit Christmas from here on out what we're gonna do our scores. Yeah. Oh, we will. Yeah. We do that after. Yeah, we'll do we'll do scores. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, not not spoilers, but just the <laughs> review in general. Oh, I got you. But yeah, so first we will talk about what this movie is like, slash who shouldn't shouldn't see it. I mean, obviously, if you don't like Christmas movies, you're probably not going to like this movie. There are a lot of people that don't like Christmas movies. Yeah, and this is an actual, like, Christmas yeah, movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Chris is one of those people that doesn't like Christmas in general. Yes, he is a bah humbug a... motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. so. a Grinch. Yeah. Like, before yeah. he turns into a Christmas-liking Grinch. Before yeah. he becomes nice and yeah. lovable. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. Depending on how you feel about Christmas movies. But, upside about that, if you're into... 80s and 90s stuff yeah yeah and if you kind of like oh i'm just gonna say it. so like it <laughs> gives me i like very much like the christmas story kind of vibe yeah so if you kind of like that style is because it is very much that style of a christmas movie yeah of a christmas story yeah it definitely mm-hmm. is so of of someone trying to get that unattainable so if i was going to draw a comparison yeah, that is very much what this movie is like. I agree. That's probably the closest comparison as far as Christmas movies go for mm-hmm. me is is a Christmas story, which I learned. I'm sharing this with the world. Yes, there is a sequel. What to Christmas Story? What that was made in 2012. 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> really, mm-hmm. and it is a all new cast, but it takes you like place five years later or something like that it's on hbo max what? i started and i watched like t- 10 minutes and then i was like i'm not in the mood for this right now okay like i may go back okay because it takes place you know back in well yeah because the first one whenever it was like early to mid 80s like, yeah. no no it takes no, it place in like older. the 40s or yeah. 50s oh, oh yeah right. yeah yes. the original Sorry. yeah so and so this is in that time period and everything. Huh. So interesting and the whole premise is still kind of similar but that he's now turning 16 and wants a car. Ah, uh, okay. And so that's the premise. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And well, yeah, this one, this one definitely is. That is the easiest comparison, you know, to. It's the most accurate, too. I mean, yeah, I just, think so, too. And it, it kind of, just so you know, it kind of flip flops between the late 80s and modern day, but mm-hmm. not a whole lot of modern day stuff. Mostly, you know, the late 80s stuff. And it's, so, yeah, that's probably the best idea for you, you know. You'll know if you want to watch it or not based on if you like Christmas movies and care. Yeah. And yeah. I was, I didn't realize that this was PG. I watched the trailer and was like, maybe my kids wouldn't be able to watch this, but mm-hmm. they probably could have seen this. Yeah. So. I mean, this is a kid's movie. Yeah. It, it is for the most part. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's easily approachable for adults, but, and fun to watch, especially if you grew up in that time period as far as, you know, enjoying yeah. that time oh, period. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, so just know that when you're going into it. But you guys want to make your Rotten Tomato guesses? Let's do it. Okay. So Matt's the most prepared, so he can go first. Uh, okay. Yeah. What's your What's so your guess about what the critics? My are guess think? for the critics is seventy five. Oh, you mother! Literally, that was the exact say. number I was going to say as well. Yeah. And this is why you should never <laughs> let me go first. I read your minds. Yeah, that was the exact <laughs> okay. number. Okay. 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 Let's try this again. And my audience score mm-hmm. is eighty. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty solid, too. All right. Who's uh, going next? I'll go. I'll say critics a 68, then, since you took my 75. Because <laughs> I don't think it's going to be higher than a 75 from critics. I don't think. And by audience, I'm going to say, what did you say? You said uh, 80. 80. SOB. Um, I'll say an 82 and just hang right over you. You savage. <laughs> um, all right. 
Well, what do I think? I was going to say 75 for critics. Um, yeah, it's, this is what I was going to say at the very beginning. <laughs> yeah. Like, as we started recording, it's like, yeah. I have no idea how critics are going to judge this. Like, yeah, we've yeah. also never you know? done a Christmas yeah. movie. We haven't. We've it's never, never done a looked up a critic score of a Christmas movie. I have not either. I, I have no idea what yeah. the critics are going to think. Is this going to be one of those movies where they're super lenient on it? Right. Because yeah. they're like, oh, it's a Christmas movie. We don't yeah. care about anything. Are yeah. Ju- yeah. Are they judging this against other Christmas movies or, like, as a movie as a whole? Like, right. how much critiquing are they doing? Yeah. Um... But I was going to say 75. You went lower. I'll say... <laughs> 76. Does it feel safe to go higher? Should you be a D-back and go one number over him? Yeah, I'll do 78. Okay. Um, For critics. And then audience, you said 80. Mm-hmm. And he said 82. Yes, I, I did. did say 82. <laughs> go under. Just say 79. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. 78. Wait, that's both of them 78? Mm. You, you can do 78 and 78. What did I say for the critics? 78. 78. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. Both yeah. Of them. So 78 yeah. for both. Dualsies. Sweet. Twins. Okay, cool. All right, well, spoilers, guys, from here on. Yeah. We're going to be talking in detail about 8-Bit Christmas. So jump ship if you don't want to know. So, all right, guys, let's talk about... If you liked this movie or not, I will ask the Grinch first. Uh, yeah, I did, actually. Did you? Yeah, I liked it. Cool. Because uh, it's not, I don't know, it's not a super Christmassy movie. Like, no. I guess, like... Christmas doesn't take place till like, the end. Right. Yeah, and it's not, like, the focus. And it doesn't have... No. I mean, it's got, like, that kind of, like, the meaning of Christmas kind of thing behind yeah. it. But it's still, like, a fun journey getting there. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Enjoyed it. And it's fucking... Well, we can get more into it. I'll okay. just, yeah. <laughs> Matt, um, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Okay. Because I could have done a little more Christmas in it. <laughs> <laughs> no. The exact reason Christmas. Exactly. Like exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't think about the lack of Christmas in it, but I guess you got a good point. It didn't really dawn on me. I, I liked it. Like, I didn't necessarily love it, but I did like it. I enjoyed it. Like, yeah. This is a... Like, I don't think it's a movie I'm going to, like, make a seasonal... Thing. Sure, like you watch every Christmas or yeah. something. Yeah, I don't know yeah. that it would necessarily be that, but I did like it. And actually, which Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris was not in it a bunch, but I just really don't like him usually. He just mm. gets on my nerves, like, mm. in general. And usually, I feel like he overacts. I just, in everything I see him in, I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh, you're, you're doing, you're trying too hard. But in this, I didn't feel that way. I actually really liked him in this. And yeah. I thought he was a good pick for that character. Mm-hmm. And so... But uh, were you going to say it's really fucking sad at the end? It is, yeah. I but, and, uh, cried, like, legit Yeah, because it shocks cried. you. It literally just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And then you're like, wait a second. Yeah. And then Wait <laughs> a second. Yeah. What do you mean? He's dead. The dad said. Which, yeah. and that's actually not even what made me cry. It's, I just really, what Turn I was really going to say, I mean, it's, it's based on that. It is sad at the end, but it was yes. more so that I really appreciated that they like had the movie focus on the dad being great. Mm-hmm. Like they don't do that in a whole lot of movies, you know. Mm-hmm. It's generally like Usually dad, the dad's it's weird cuz they just kind of did it at the end though, you know. Yeah. Well, but it like helps you but then you can like retrospectively look back on the movie and be right. like, "Oh, okay. Oh, he yeah. wasn't that bad." Well, that mm-hmm. was the thing is cuz like he which he reminded me a lot of my dad. Like <laughs> this character reminded me a lot of my dad. Yeah. He is a dick. Like well the character is and yeah, my dad kind of is. Like, but right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he's just a, he's he's a tip. I don't want to say typical, but he's an '80s '90s type dad. Yeah, where he's like 
kind of absent-minded, doesn't necessarily know a whole lot of what's going on, and is very mm-hmm. super hyper-focused on, like, one thing, you know, right. just repairing the house. Exactly. Or, you know, working on projects. Yeah, whatever he's working on. Yeah. The son's getting right. the shit into the deal, the daughter yeah. gets all the love. The like, favorite. All that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, can relate. Like, it, it was just, it, it hit me really hard when they revealed the treehouse. And I was not expecting that. It really almost changed. Not that I like was disliking it or anything. I was liking it, but it really did change my perspective pretty yeah. fully on the movie yeah. when that happened. And I just like they showed the treehouse, and I was just like, "Oh no, they <laughs> did all that." Oh. And you find out that he was even working on his own treehouse when the dad just like, yeah, randomly I like asked that him, "Dude, that was." Like, all of that was so much just my dad. Like, that is the type of thing. Like, just all of it was yeah. the type of thing he would do. And so, it, it did it. It hit hard. I just, it, it really. Yeah. That but part how, was... how did they not realize there was a treehouse? Right. Built, I did have that thought. The, um, yeah. Well. Back of the yard. Yeah. I don't know. That, I was Maybe it was just like, dad's too. always doing things. We just stopped paying attention to him. Yeah. yeah. And, and if you. So, like, well, it was kind of hidden behind that building. Yeah, and he specifically told him, he was like, oh, you don't have to pick up the dog poop behind the building. Yeah. yeah. That one time, so. Yeah, you, yeah, you realize later on that there were kind of clues. Yeah. But, uh, but with the dog poop stuff and then him giving him the stuff to, the pieces of wood to stain. And right. Yeah. All of that. So, I, I just, I really loved th- that. And the message works really well. I mean, it, it's a good... Yeah. way to convey that message because yeah they really put that character through hell for him to not get a nintendo like right. for him to never get it yeah. yeah and honestly like i could relate to that as well where it was like i did have video game consoles and stuff but i always got them after the next one came out oh yeah like the next video game console came out and then my parents would be like here's your cousin's you know <laughs> Ninten- super nintendo they don't want anymore and i'm you know obviously i think it's awesome yeah but right like, best day ever yeah exactly those are the main christmases i can remember yeah getting the nintendo yeah and then the nintendo 64 uh-huh I think there was one I got, like, bikes or something. That was really cool. Right. Those are, like, the main Christmases I remember. Same. Yeah, that's my Super Nintendo year, I remember. Because, like, it was kind of a cool thing for me because it was hand-me-down, technically. But I got all my cousin's games with it, too. Mm -hmm. And then my parents got me some new games because they didn't have to pay so much for this old console. So I just got, like, a shit ton of games all at once. And I was just like, (laughs) yes! (laughs) I'll never stop playing. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much didn't. Right. So, yeah, I, I thought that, that was cool, and they, they really made him work for it to not get it. Yeah. Yeah. When they God. ran it over, I was just like, holy shit. Well, I know. <laughs> so three times they failed at getting it. Yeah. And I, each time was worse than the last. Yeah. And there was so much relatable about that time period in it. Oh, that yeah. I, I liked how everything good. was so exaggerated. Yeah. Because the way they were doing the story, that's what yeah. I really appreciated about this. Yeah, was because you can you gotta think he's telling a story from his memory. Right, so he's telling a story about when he's a little kid. That's like the bully was straight up like a fifteen or sixteen year old. <laughs> oh yeah, but if yeah. you're like a little kid and you know like there's that one guy that failed. Yeah, probably twice. And he so feels like he's like ten years older than you, right? And so that's why they had this like almost fully grown man as a. a kid bully that kid might have been one of the ugliest human beings i've okay. ever seen did in my he life. not look like the hound's son right he looks directly related to <laughs> he the could have hound. passed for that whatever he looks he looked so much like a bully i don't mm-hmm. know if that's because mm-hmm. they like put a wig on him or whatever 
Right. Yeah. But I was perfectly like, cast. Guy, yeah, he did right. a fantastic job he did. at it as well. Yeah. All the kids were good. Did and also good the, the like the weirdo kid. <laughs> Do I know. I've seen him he was in something else. I don't know. Was he? Yeah, and was I can't he? remember what I've seen him in, but he's he was in just one of those. so good at that role. Yeah. I'm trying I to not remember what else I've seen. And yeah, this is so great because speaking back to like how they exaggerated things, like yeah, he was like super extra weird, and just yeah. eating the erasers. Kid that eats and, right. <laughs> yeah, like but that was a kid type. Like all oh, of yeah. the types were a type. One hundred percent. They well, like hit all of the. These are all the people we knew mm-hmm. when we were kids. Mm-hmm. At yeah. somehow somewhere. And yeah, the really rich kid. Oh, God. Oh, God. That kid was the worst. Yeah. When they killed the dog under the TV. <laughs> no, he wasn't dead. He yeah. was alive. Critically injured. Right. Should have been dead. Those TVs were heavy as fuck. Uh, yeah, yeah, they that really dog, were. That, I thought the dog was dead. That's how they yeah. got away with making it like, kid-friendly, though. Right. It's like they didn't kill yeah. the dog. I did yeah. like that they would like he would go back and change the story. He was like, we definitely wore helmets in the 80s. Yeah, Super and it was safe. Was like, okay, yeah. Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real. I dug all of that. I, I thought all of that was pretty pretty well done. And, it, it, yeah, it, it it is weird thinking about it now, realizing that it wasn't that terribly Christmassy. Yeah, because that was the, kind of the weird thing. I kind of expected, I don't know, just a little more Christmas in the family or something. Sure. Because, like, I don't think he ever said Merry Christmas or anything. Yeah. There was some point where it was the, the guy who was, like, selling... Um, yeah, like the, the illegal dolls or something. He was just like, "Have you told anybody Merry Christmas?" And that's what made me think about. It. I was like, "Like, man," because he was just so focused on getting yeah. the toy he wanted. And that is the interesting thing is you're getting his perspective. And if you think about it, it's like the kid isn't going to care about anything else, right? Except, except for, for getting gifts. that, True. right? Yeah. And then the revelation at the end was just like, it's about family. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it really, the whole story is very, uh, very. Obviously, it's a Christmas movie, so I mean, yeah. Sure. But it, it did yeah. get there. It just wasn't. I don't know. It's kind of like now that I'm thinking about it, like what movies are like super Christmasy? Like, what would you say is a really Christmassy movie? Like Home like, Alone. Home Alone's a pretty Christmassy movie. But I mean, if you compare it as far as like what, like there's not Home Alone has like even less Christmas oriented stuff than yeah, because it's more like, like Christmas sure. time or like a Christmas story. A Christmas story was very Christmassy, wasn't it? Which has been so long. Yeah, so that's why maybe in my head. Like being but my own but that's the interesting advocate. thing. Yeah. No, you're right, and I see your point yeah. because when you like, let's just say you compare it to Christmas Story, yeah. you know that takes place in you know around Christmas, mm-hmm. and they do have you know the scene where they're opening presents and all that. But a lot of it is just them at school, just right. you know yeah. doing their yeah. things, and that's where this movie kind of draws direct parallels. Mm-hmm. Right, is because they do that same thing here. You know, it's Christmas time yet, but they're you know in school still doing their field trips and. Christmas is just happening around, which I guess is more realistic. Yeah. I feel like, I guess maybe, like, really Christmassy movies would be things that have Santa Claus in it. You know, like, yeah. mythological yeah. Santa Claus. Like, yeah. Elf and sure, you know, sure. all those other ones. Like, those are, like, Those are hyper really Christmassy. Christmassy. Which, yeah. typically, those I'm not, which, well, I just don't like Elf, but maybe that's just a Will Ferrell thing. You don't thing. like Elf? I don't. I don't like Will Ferrell. I'm, I'm, mm. on the, I'm not mm. the biggest fan of that, just because some, some people are so people are fanatical about, about that movie. Elf. My brother. Really? It literally and just is, I'm just like, there's no reason to be fanatical about this movie. Uh, yeah. And then those kind of people ruin it because they're just quoted all the time. Right. Yeah. I'm like, it's okay, I guess. And I'm like, you guys <laughs> don't need to quote this all the time. Yeah. I'm like, throwing stop. shade to Elf. Right. right. Yeah, I haven't seen Elf I in years. It. There was actually a superb Christmas movie on Netflix a year Claws? or two ago. Yes, the animated one. Yeah. 
I love that movie. It is fantastic. That's one of those because I watch every it is year. a. I love unusual Christmas movies. Yeah, and this is one of them. Yeah, it and is it's, very it's different. Jason Schwartz. Schwartz as the main character, and mm-hmm. the art is just gorgeous. And there's been some really solid Christmas movies since like Netflix and all these companies have kind of started doing stuff mm-hmm. like yeah. that. Yeah, because they're 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 more willing to take you know a gamble. Yeah. yeah. Did y'all ever watch the the Adam Sandler one? Oh, the animated one way back yeah. in the day. Oh no, no, not that one. Or maybe I'm thinking he of wouldn't do a Christmas one. movie. He did do a Halloween, one. Halloween movie. Oh, I saw that one. Hubie Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. That movie's actually good. pretty funny. It is because you know I'm saying there can be hit or miss. Yeah, he and it's actually can. kind of funny. Okay. Yeah, but I, wrong no, holiday. Sorry. Yeah, wrong holiday. But you know, people like Halloween at Christmas. So, yeah, I, I. I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to talk about about this. I don't really have anything to be critical on this movie. Yeah. We're not really, like, you know, we haven't thrown it's any It's because it's just, that, like, like, it was well-acted. Yeah. Yeah. All the it, it, everything made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't have anything negative to really there weren't say any, about like, Yeah, there weren't any, like, heavy-handed, like, agenda-pushing anything. Like, not they didn't, really. like, do anything, like, awkward or, like, uncomfortable with the kids. There wasn't any, like, love interest yeah. or anything like that. So that's no. nice. There was the weird moment where near Neil Patrick Harris was talking about the girls' shoes and him wearing the girl's shoes. And that moment was a little weird because I'm like, even if a boy, even nowadays, showed up wearing, like, frilly purple girl's, like, shoes, they would still catch some grief. Not 80s or 90s level grief. Yeah. I don't know either because yeah. I, I feel like it's a different culture now. Right. It is to some degree, but, I think. But I, I think it's still... Well, you have, which you have a kid. I do. Yeah, they would still. Oh, they would definitely still. Because even like, like Dylan has is totally into a lot of boys stuff. Right. And like, she'll tell me regularly. She'll be like, "Yeah, Jason said that that's only for boys, or you know, stuff (laughs) like that." Mm -hmm. Granted, these are homeschool kids, so you know, (laughs) (laughs) there is that. Right. So you know, but uh, yeah, there there is. I think there would be some of that. It was just kind of a weird, like, stiff moment where I'm just like, you didn't even really have to address it. You could have just been like, yeah, they were bullied to me because I wore purple mm. shoes. Like, yeah. the explaining uh, of it. Obviously, I did not have an issue with it. But... I didn't have an issue yeah. with it. It was just more yeah. like a... It kind of stuck explain out. It. Yeah. So, which... And that was also another thing I could totally relate to. Like, that is some shit my mom would have done. <laughs> like, my mom was a huge couponer. She oh, I remember my some... first bike was actually a girl's bike. Uh-huh. And my parents took it yeah. home and, like, painted Spray-painted it blue it. for me. Yep. Clark is like, literally riding go. one of those right now. Yeah. <laughs> and that's because, you know, you grow out a bike so quickly. And they just yeah. found out at a garage sale. But, like, I lived in a neighborhood with all girls. And so... I didn't think nice. about it. Yeah. I just knew it was a pink bike that I got cool because it was blue now. But like, I don't think anybody ever made fun of me for it or anything like that. But yeah. years down the road, I thought about it, and I was like, that was totally a girl's bike. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just got all the hand-me-downs. So it was yeah. all mainly boys' things because I have two older brothers, but they were just like five sizes too big for me. So I looked <laughs> like a clown everywhere I went. But yeah. Yeah, it, it just is different, interesting now because it is like it's funny because we've talked about it even where kids now just don't seem like the ragamuffins that they did when we were all kids. Yeah, like they seem to have their shit together a whole lot more than we do. Right, and like I don't know if they're just more spoiled or you Dude, know I think whatever. it's the internet. Maybe because like even like you know you don't when we were kids you would just see kids everywhere with just like acne covered faces and like close oh yeah up but nowadays it's like their parents are like oh we'll just buy you know this acne cream and stuff and yeah 
you won't have zits anymore. Right. We'll go to a specialist yeah. or... Right. I mean, my family was extraordinarily poor, so... I feel like if you saw maybe really poor families, they would be the same situation. Maybe. But I wonder if you, like, walk through a high school now. Right. Like, if it would be the same. If you would see, you know, a lot of people with, like, zits and just, like, like, I never had nice clothing or anything like that. Like, I I had a bigger family and, like, my stuff mostly came from, like, Goodwill or Walmart and things like that. Like, you didn't have, like, good things. Right. But they also didn't. I think things are also a lot cheaper now. Yeah. Well, maybe, yeah. Maybe pre-COVID, but yeah, right. Yeah, you pre-COVID. Know, yeah, things were cheaper, so it was easier. Yeah. To, like, I don't know if that's true or not. Like, I, I'm sure there's still families out there where they just sure don't. you'll see that some. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. we definitely, or maybe people just have better fashion sense now. Maybe you know, like, yeah. obviously, as a kid, I didn't think anything about it back right. then. But yeah, looking cared. at pictures, I was like, oh god, like, yeah, you're like what? what am I wearing? <laughs> yeah, what is this? <laughs> this is just anything that I could grab. You know? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Well, because yeah, because sometimes I'll sit in the kids' school like that, and I'm just like, oh, this is what you have clean. Like, this <laughs> yeah. is some hand-me-down shit that somebody gave you. It's here in the drawer. Like, I'm like, huh, I hope you don't catch any shit for it. I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like this will build character. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> but I, I did like it because it was it was a more just traditional story that yeah. we, it feels like you don't see a lot anymore and it had a good message and yeah. a good moral to it and i like how he was just like she was like so did you get the nintendo and he's like oh yeah like way later yeah. like he's like i had to work all summer for right. whatever so that i can buy it myself and it's like i same exact like totally relate mm-hmm. like the same type of thing and then it, it's just and it is kind of a reminder for me as a parent to be like sometimes when i don't my kids don't have to go through that to just make them go through it anyways right you know Mm -hmm. where it's like like yeah because you don't want to spoil them you don't want a dudley on your hand like asking how many presents he's getting right Right. and yeah it is it's hard though because it's like when you are doing okay and you have kids it's like i don't want them to have to deal with the shit that i dealt with but then there's a part of you that still needs to be like no I can't do give you every deal with some of that bullshit. Yeah, they have to mm-hmm. actually understand the value, value. of things. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't come out of thin air. Right. Like, so you actually it, have to put in work. Yeah, exactly. And that can be a hard thing as a parent, you know. So it's sure. I, I like that message of that in this. It was it was cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I wonder if he made his daughter work for a phone. Yeah. Or if he just gave in eventually and got her phone. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Since he went to the effort to tell the, the story. Whole story. Yeah. Hope we made her work for it. Hopefully. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, but all right. Well, cool. Well, y'all want to go ahead and check out and see what Rotten yeah. Tomatoes has to say? Yeah. Oh, and one other thing, just the I'm sure y'all all noticed, but like the guy who was the what are those guys called? The snipers, not scalper. Scalper. That, yeah, he was the guy from Arrested Development. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say that too. Yeah. Guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was cool to see him. It yeah, was a surprise. I was just like, oh, look, who it is. Yeah. I'm trying to remember his name. I can't think of what it is i don't even think i have it pulled up here yeah. he oh david cross is what yeah, yeah that's right yeah he's because he's kind of a comedy mm-hmm. type of fellow oh crap <laughs> i pulled up the wrong thing and the internet is uh it's been going painfully slow yeah here that today. sounds about right Cinderbox. i don't know why well i have an extender right there oh yeah so question i guess we didn't really give any complaints i mean did you can you guys even think of anything really? Like, I mean, because it didn't overstay its welcome. It was an hour and 30. Like, yeah. It, I mean, I, I felt like there was, like, because we both said, like, we didn't love it necessarily. I, I almost felt like it was too much, like, you know, 
I, I don't know how to explain, but it was almost like they were trying too hard to get this console. Yeah. I, I think... I, like, maybe there could have been a little bit more time spent somewhere else doing something. I just don't yeah, know Yeah, because it's like they literally tried like three different times yeah. to get the console. And I just felt like maybe they could have done something else with a little bit of the time. Yeah, or added in maybe a little other character development with some of the other like his friends or something or... yeah because i mean he was the main star sure yeah, yeah but... i would have liked to seen them like grown up would be cool yeah mm-hmm. just if they would have like just did like little cameos or something yeah like a little flash forward or something yeah or... well because they even referenced like the one girl being like a ceo like ceo yeah. or some kind of like well-to-do person mm-hmm. so all right i got the scores up here and <laughs> This is the, the, the huh. critics. This is the lowest, uh, not score. Zero percent. No, well, no, not score. Lowest amount. Amount that we have seen in a long time. It is Five. 17 critics. Okay. Nice. 17. And yeah, 100. It's a Christmas movie, and the yeah. critics aren't going to. And it this. dropped on HBO Max with yeah. zero fanfare. Yeah. Right. So, and 100 plus uh, audience viewers. Nice. Or reviewers. So it has a 76. So I think. I won wow. that. Nope. Or did you? You said lower? seventy-five. Yeah, he won. Oh, you said seventy-five. That's I said right. I went lower because we thought <laughs> the critics were going to be harder on Me it. Me and Matt were not. That's right. And then it has a seventy-four. Chris won oh. on the audience. Yep. Nice. So yep. a seventy-six and a seventy-four. They were close together. I they just were. guessed the wrong numbers. But we were we were all right in that ballpark. We yeah. were like, it's not going to be a hundred percenter, but it's not going to be low. Yeah. And it wasn't. I feel like. And it, which I mean, granted, this number could change because not many people have reviewed it. In <laughs> yeah, a single one more reviewer could change it, you know, right? Drastically. For sure. And there is, they have not come to a consensus yet because there is so few. Yeah, I wonder if they have right a limit now. where they're like, we have to have fifty reviews. Right. Well, they did. To... I saw that actually with Wheel of Time. They saw a thing where, like, because I guess it's like Rotten Tomatoes has to like officially verify this score. Or whatever, mm-hmm. and so they were like, "Yeah, we got a solid tomato, or whatever. It's official, blah blah blah." So they did a thing on their like Twitter or whatever. But gotcha. it so. could be it's probably a mixture of like amount of people if it reaches a certain amount of reviews, and then also just a certain amount of time. Yeah, like if, stays if this stays score. at seven people after like three months or something, they'll probably be like, "Okay, this is the score." Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's just my guess. I don't know. If that's yeah. a fact. But. I- I'm guessing so too. So. uh Here's a splat, because I am curious about the splats. So this person really disliked it. They gave it a 1.5 out of 4. We're really bad at reviewing things, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. We're always just like, yeah, yeah no, this is a great, yeah, it's an okay movie. No complaints. Yeah. No complaints. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a great movie, but there's no complaints. It's, yeah. It's it's like, I'm, I'm not going to tell people to not it. see it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but this Nick Allen, he was with uh, RogerEbert.com. He said, A Bit Christmas may have a more grounded approach to gamer culture than you'd expect, but it's constantly beat by its own limited imagination. I don't exactly know. Well, like, was mm-hmm. he expecting this to be like Ready Player One? <laughs> right. Right. I don't Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He probably was. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, and that's the thing. We didn't watch the trailer for this, not really. Yeah, I had so no I, I don't, I don't really know what they were marketing this as. I honestly did kind of think it was going to be like one of those Jumanji kind of situations, that right? Like went into a game or something, but yeah, that would have been cool. I kind of had cool that spot, but then I was like, I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, yeah. So I instantly just kind of like put it out of my mind. Because yeah. for me, this was just a very grounded, normal Christmas movie. You yeah. know, there wasn't any frill, frills or bells or whistles. It was just an old school. Yeah, with a good message. Yeah, with a good message. 
So uh, Kyle Marsh with New York Times, he says, uh, when it isn't fawning over roller rinks, Goonies posters, and casino watches, 8-Bit Christmas is a warm and refreshingly earnest holiday comedy. And I can agree. It was earnest. That is the thing about it. It just felt kind of genuine. Yeah. <laughs> the dude from the LA Times literally just says, this is a very well-made film. Very well made. Wow. Nothing okay. else. Just That's it. That. No detail. Cut and dry. Yep. No embellishments, nothing. So Battle Royale with Cheese says <laughs> this is Matt Conway with that's their site, I guess. But uh said screenwriter Kevin Jabowski and studio director Michael Dows settle rather than elevating their worthwhile aspirations. So okay. he, I guess he felt that they settled with this. Movie. I think, yeah, I'm guessing he expected more and then I, got what he got. I guess, I guess I don't really know. Um, which in, granted, there's not a whole lot of splats in here, but I'm kind of hunting down those since we didn't say much negative about it. There should only be 17. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Reviews. reviews. We can read them all. General, yeah. It's so, still not take very long. Yeah. Doug, it's a 74%. So that's. Oh, don't oh God, to, we don't, don't need to be to do doing math, math on here. We see what happens. Ish. Ish, yeah. yeah. Well, it's Four also... Spots? Uh, well, you know, it's also, We don't know. Rotten Tomatoes um, yeah, does weird math. math is true. They don't do normal people math. Who knows? Uh, true. Douglas Lehman says the generic nature of the proceedings lets down a cast that could have easily injected some personality into 8-Bit Christmas. And I thought this movie had a bunch of personality. Yeah. I, I wonder if he's just talking about, like, with the kids... Because I guess they were kind of like the main characters, like the the kid and friends were a little flat, maybe. They all had their cliches, which was what they focused on. So there was a liar, there was the yeah. go-getter girl. Yeah. Right. Like her brother, the CEO brother was like a non-character because yeah. he was always just like, you know, did whatever she told him to do. But mm-hmm. So he had a very small part. Which it wasn't he supposed to be his best friend? Or no, no, that's no, the no, other no, kid. That was the that's other, the other kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And but that's like his best friend. You didn't see that much. Yeah, like he talked. No, not a whole. He lot. talked directly to him the most. Like it would have been cool but... to have a couple scenes where like the two of them were just hanging, yeah, or something you know, or mm-hmm. which we did get a bit of them like the kids being at the, um, the rich kids, the house. rich kids' house, right? Yeah, but that was also so just Got... like, exaggerated. It was. I did like the whole power glove thing. That was pretty funny. Oh yeah, like, the power yeah. glove was like the a coolest flop. looking, worst thing. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, I think that that was all of the, yeah, all that was of all, all, the splats. all of the splats. Okay, so here's one more. Some scattered big laughs accompany the affectionate period details, although it feels more like a sketch, albeit heartfelt, that has trouble sustaining its comedic momentum at feature length. So. Well, I don't think it's was supposed meant to be, to be a comedy. Constantly yeah. funny. Yeah. I mean, there were some funny bits. I yeah. I laughed a couple times, and you know, it didn't need to be laugh start to finish. Mm-hmm. Right. It was more of just that that time period is nostalgia, and and you know, if you remember, you know, any of the console launches, it was like this. Yeah. You know, it was yep. it was the excitement, and even just the whole thing about we didn't talk about like the letdown from them selling all the stuff. Oh and man, not getting it. You know, because yeah. they were protesting video games. It's like that is such a thing, yeah. the, especially know. back in the eighties. Oh yeah, 80s. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. sure. they mean, could just shut that down nowadays. I mean, we've gotten way past that. Like there is still some of that now. Capitalism really? rules, though. Right, right. It will uh, if it makes money. <laughs> yeah, it's you gonna, don't care it's what gonna they protest. Selling. I mean, just look at stupid 
Netflix and the that baby show, right? Whatever, yeah, called. the weird cuties or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, that one. <clears throat> yeah, that was. Ugh. But which I will say, I've changed my tone marginally. Not about the fact of them keeping that on because that still aggravates me. But at least they're holding their ground with Chappelle. So I'm like, if y'all just keep holding yeah. your ground for bullying across the board, <laughs> right. I guess <laughs> like. Yeah. Granted, that cutie thing was a whole different discussion in yeah. itself because that you're, mm. it's not yeah, just it's that you a, made some people mad. It's you exploiting little you're children. borderline breaking laws. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't yeah. care if it's French, but right. you know. Anyways, that's not the conversation we're having. But yeah, so <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it seems like all in all, people for the most part like this. The complaints are kind of. I don't even really know how to discuss the. complaints. I really just feel like, like their complaints are that they had expectations. Yeah, right, that weren't met. That weren't met, and so then they were like, "This is not what I thought it was." Right. One out of ten. Yeah. Like this person says, I can picture this becoming a holiday favorite for families looking to remember Christmas in the eighties, like the yeah. Christmas Story did for the sixties. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like I totally agree. This is that, and it's yeah. like this could even if it hangs around and is easily accessible and whatever years to come, I I definitely could see this actually becoming more popular when people find it down the road. Right. Like, right. oh, check this out, man. This is like, you know, remember this in the 80s, trying to get a hold of the Nintendo or even yeah. the 90s and the Super Nintendo? Well, I mean, trying to get a hold of a console right now. No, dude, <laughs> Are you God kidding? Almighty, yeah, seriously. You can't find one. Good That's luck. not $1,000. Yeah, yeah, go to China where there's, they might have them. You get that guy under a bridge. Right, exactly. Right. So, Selling them uh, for... No, nowadays, you just have that purse on eBay being like $800 yeah, for seriously. $500 console. Yeah. Yeah. But... So I guess that's pretty much it, guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we this isn't a disappointment, Which, disappointing outcome or anything. You know? I don't know what we're going to review next week. I don't either. I really because I also idea. just looked it up. Nightmare Alley comes out the same day as Spider Man. It does. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we'll do Nightmare Alley then. Yeah, I don't know because we're picking up on Christmas then. Yeah, we could do Nightmare Alley where we we watch it Thursday, record it Thursday. Yeah. And then, because we're not seeing Spider-Man until that weekend. Yeah. So we could see it. Oh, yeah. We're weekend, not seeing it until then, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. So, so maybe we could, could do a late week potentially what we do. Yeah. That's a potential. We yeah, could do a, yeah, if we, if we could even get a Thursday night show in, we could do a back-to-backer mm-hmm. where we watch and review mm-hmm. if we can get it. Well, but Thursday night's probably a late showing, I'm guessing. Uh, That's usually the case. I don't know. It is. There are, they're calling it one of the artisan films. So oh, are they? Not going to be Dolby. It's going to be one of their small theaters. Oh, Pro- yeah, oh, peasants theaters. Oh, yeah. I guess we did mm. completely change this up on people. Yeah, we last did. Last week we said we were going to do some other movie. Right, yeah. And then... The only thing that's coming out this weekend... and Oh, it was Resident Evil. Or, well, no. Next week, I was going to say, uh, is because West Side Story is coming out. And y'all know how I feel about musicals. Oh, uh, yeah. Just saying. Wait, and it, isn't it already out? Uh, West Side Story? I no. will say I saw something and the critics are... Oh, bending over. Oh, yeah. They're, 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 as in they like, they're blowing it hard. Yeah. They're loving this movie. Yeah. Bending over is good or bad. (laughs) Depends. When is it bad? That's true. When you're about to take a shit on it. (laughs) (laughs) I I bend over when I shit. (laughs) I got scully. Yeah. So actually, (laughs) yeah. Actually, that's on the 10th. So that's still not well into, uh, you know, next week even as well. Yeah, it'll be uh, a Thursday. Monday is the sixth. So really, Friday? we've almost kind of got like two weeks of hang time. Yeah, I'm sure something's coming out 
we can find because it's interesting though because we've got a new kingsman movie coming out in, yeah same like, day as the matrix as, as the same day as the matrix yeah stop releasing movies on the same day, the same so day it seriously. sucks for kingsman right <laughs> yeah yeah so i i don't really know i mean the uh the one thing that we could do it which i don't know maybe something will drop on netflix or one of those yeah yeah we so, just need to do some research because we weren't this. planning on doing this movie and yeah. we ended up doing it so yeah I think it was because well, Resident Evil was not in Dolby. Right. It's just kind of like... Well, it also didn't work up for our schedule. Yeah. It did. Also, yeah. Then. With but all that. It was I mean, we could do that still. <laughs> we could <laughs> if we can find it anywhere. That'll be the interesting thing. Oh, right. Thing. It's definitely not going to be in Dolby. Nope. Is it online anywhere? Or is it only no, theaters? No, I think oh, it's yeah, theater weird. only, which is weird. Yeah, that seems but, like a movie that should be. You would think. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I guess we're going to wrap this up. This was a nice short one. You guys don't have to hang around too long or anything. we got an hour and 20 minutes, yeah. so... Uh, and it sounds like we all definitely say you should at least maybe give uh, a bit Christmas a try. Yeah. So if you're in the mood for a Christmassy movie, it's pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I was too. I was, it, it, seriously like when I say like since doing this podcast, when I say I've like cried during something, it's usually just one single tear, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh yeah. yeah, got that out, got that, <laughs> no, I got can that tear. This one was like it really hit me. Yeah, it was hit like you in a, the feels. It yeah, really got me. And I was yeah. like, oh, no, no, no one walk in. <laughs> Anything to do with dads, man. Like, yeah. It'll get me. It is. That's what get, yeah, same, same. And it was just, I. this was definitely one of those two that I could, was just really relatable, I guess. Yeah. So. All right. Well, cool. Uh, who knows what we'll do next week? I guess we'll see. And uh, Even if we tell you something, it could change. Yeah, it could yeah. change. Right. Yeah, with a matter of a couple of text messages. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys want to do a, your send-off songs? Yeah, man. And as usual, check out the send-off songs playlist. Link is in the show notes, as always. So make sure to check that out. And let's see. So, Matt, you want to go ahead and do yours? Yeah. So this is kind of back to my more like normal kind of music. Uh, It's a song called High Horse by Wage War. Okay. And it's a very heavy driving metal song. (laughs) So it's it's High Horse Mm -hmm. by Wage War. Yep. Okay, awesome. Oh, I did find it. Nice. So this back to some of your hard ones. Yeah. Matt music. Yeah, Yeah, some Matt music. Back to the classics. Sweet. And uh, Chris, what you got? Uh, I have a song called Alicia by spelled, the Fire. How is this Alicia spelled? A L I S H A. Okay. By who? Uh, the Fire Folk. The Fire Folk. Yeah. Uh, it's was a very last minute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's very Lumineers. Like oh, if you like okay. the Lumineers, then they sound like identical. But yeah. Okay. Interesting. Nice. Okay, well, I, uh, yeah, mine was kind of a last-minute ad as well, uh, and now I'm having trouble finding it, even though I added it to the list. It should be at the bottom. Yeah, it should be. I'm just having trouble finding it. Okay, so I'm going to do uh, We Fell in Love in October by Girl in Red. And this is a show, or a song that I listened to, like, a year or so ago. This is very, I don't, it's like, uh... Indie mm-hmm. lesbian pop rock. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> About it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, it was really weird. I went down like this rabbit hole where I like liked one song that was by like this lesbian artist, and then it started like 
piggyback immediately all these other t- songs. Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, it was all stuff I hadn't heard, and it was all really good. And I was just like, what is all <laughs> like, this? Like, what rabbit hole really am I in? interesting this whole genre. lesbian genre here that <laughs> I'm stuck in. So, yeah, but it's it's a really cool song. It's kind of chill, but it's it's a, I don't know, it's a neat song. I like it. So. Was it Tattoo? Were you listening to Tattoo? Right. Yes, show? I was listening to Tattoo. You got me. <laughs> but, yeah, well, actually, the funny thing was I messed up, and the song that led me to this one, I accidentally unliked and couldn't remember the name of it. Now it's just gone forever. Oh, I can't yeah. find it. I have uh, no idea what the song was. Rip. So, you know, that's how it goes. But anyways, so that's it. That's our songs. Check out the playlist. And uh, as usual, make sure to uh, follow and all that stuff on all the social medias. And uh, thanks to Aubrey Chapman for doing our logo and for uh, to get some music for doing our intro and outro song. And we will see you for